Hello, I'm Erica and welcome to the Long Play Lounge. You know, after 10 years of soundtracking your evenings on 94.3 Radio 1 International, I realized that there is a stack load of interviews of all my celebrity guest artists that need to be heard by a wider audience. So, I've started a podcast to do just that. And together we can hang out with the A-listers that have been on my playlist, both current and past. The Long Play Candid Chats, Behind the Scene Outtakes, Intimate One-on-Ones and Juicy Bits of Fun trivia will get you to bond with your global icon instantly and if you happen to be in mumbai delhi bangalore or chennai make sure you check in to drive with erica on 94.3 radio one it's the primetime evening show and it happens every weekday 4 to 9 p.m well this podcast is a radio one production and is available on hdsmartcast.com india's fastest growing podcast producing platform well, she's a rock star, not a pop star. BB Rexa stresses that difference in the interview coming up. What started as songwriting behind the scenes for her for some of the biggest acts on the planet, we're talking Eminem and Selena Gomez, evolved into stepping into the spotlight as a solo artist. Her collaborations with the likes of Florida Georgia Line are meant to be that single was on hot rotation on Radio 1. And what swings in her favor as well is that she uses her fame to advocate for a lot more sizeism yes that's a thing ageism and her conscious shift to realness bb rexa gives us an intimate look at what makes a global pop star tick we hope you enjoy this chat hi baby hi erica <laughs> firstly congratulations on a fabulous performance at the american music awards with doja cat thank you so much thank you <laughs> awesome to connect awesome to connect i've got so much to talk to you about so i'm going to jump right in firstly when i jumped onto your insta it says uh you know bb rex a rock star not a pop star how would you like to explain that for me growing up you know, when I was a little girl, I always wanted to be a pop star. And I felt like I never fit in the, you know, the look or like the criteria of what a pop star is, you know, to be super fit, super, just like perfect all the time. And I think a rock star is uh, imperfect and you live your life the way that you want and you follow your heart. And I don't know, I just felt like more of like a rock, like I think rock and roll is more about just doing what you want and doing what makes you happy. And that's why I wrote rock star, not a pop star. All right. Now, um, you know, you started off as a songwriter, writing for some, you know, of the leading names in the industry, and then you decided to fly solo. So what have been the challenges? You know, uh, the great thing about flying solo and, and some of the challenges of going at it your own. The great thing is that you get to perform your own songs that you've written. You know, you get to bring them to life. You get to do videos for them. You get to perform them. You get to put the outfits to them and do the creative. And it's it's a lot of fun. The hard thing about it is that people are going to be criticizing you more and you'll be more in the spotlight. So people will have more things to say, good and bad. Um, and I think in the beginning for me, it um, for sure was a little hard when I read like some you know bad things. But then when you read good things, it equals out and this is just life you know everybody always has their opinions you know so that's like that could be like the the the, the bad thing about it sometimes when you read too many comments 
Right, I know. So we're going to get to that because, I mean, you are out there tackling everything from body positivity to ageism in the industry, you know, to feeling really confident about yourself. What would your message be to your fans? Because I know that you, you know, you, you don't stand back. You clap back at your trolls and you tell them where to go. So, you know, us girls, we love you for what you're doing. So a message to your fans. I have a really good message, but it's not clean. So let's think of a clean <laughs> message. <laughs> no, I would say that... You know, listen, you're never going to truly make everyone happy. There was a saying, I forgot who said it. I don't know if it was Marilyn Monroe. I don't want to say it because I don't want to misquote it. But it was, you could be the juiciest peach. You know, the juiciest, you could be the juiciest piece of fruit, right? You could be an apple. You could be a mango. You could be just whatever fruit, the juiciest piece of fruit. But you're always going to still find somebody that's not going to like a mango. That's not going to like a peach. That's not going to like... It was Dita Von Teese. Uh, it was Dita Von Teese. She's a... But you could be the juiciest piece of fruit, the sweetest, but you're still going to find somebody that's going to say, I don't like the, I don't like this fruit. And that's okay. So I would say that you're never going to make everyone happy. The most important thing is to try to really just learn to love yourself. Because this world is very... is is a, You know, we live in a world where we're told to be... To look like something and to be something and in that journey and this is for my own speaking from my own what I've gone through in that journey when you do that you tend to lose yourself and it and it, it's really hard and it's okay but as long as you can come back up and really be yourself and that's when you could truly be the happiest when you say you know what I, I, I messed up in the past I wasn't truly myself but now this is who I really am and either the people around me love it or hate it my friends the people I date but always being true to yourself and loving yourself and knowing that you can't make everyone happy okay well we'd love to know more about your Albanian heritage yeah because that seems like very far away from where I'm sitting at Mumbai City so a little <laughs> bit about you know about uh, Albania and and where you come from I mean your origins so my family is from Albania. I am Albanian and I was born in New York City. I was born in Brooklyn, New York. But every year I would go to Albania. We have, you know, we have a lot of fun, crazy weddings and every, you know, all my every there's always weddings every year and um I we we do we also have our weddings are about 4 or 5 days long. We have a whole system of when we go pick up the bride and then we bring her over to the, the groom and then we have a, a day with the groom and then we have a it's we, it's so much fun. So, be, you know, all the Albanian culture heritage has been very and the culture has been very influential with me as a woman, as a musician. I've learned a lot and I've learned to respect my culture, um, to be very proud of it. And the music has been, you know, I, I, it's our culture is based off of a lot of respect to elders a lot of respect to people and uh it taught me a lot of things and i think it's made me a very strong human being and i love it so much as it gives color to my life and i love that um, but there has been moments though growing up in my culture where i feel like as a female it's been kind of hard just because our uh, sometimes our culture you know but we've we've made changes you know it's a lot better you know but in it, back in the days you know it was a little hard you know being a female you get kind of we do a thing where it's changed though but you know you get married off so at a very young age my mom was married when she was 16 and there was it was different for women but now it's much different there's so many more successful female women and I'm really happy about that and I don't want to take up too much of your time but it could go on I could talk about my culture but you know my culture's really shaped me into this very strong 
powerful woman because I've seen all the incredible women and men around me and I've there's been times where I haven't really been able to speak at the table allowed to speak at the table you know it was like a very respectful thing but now I feel like I am respected and I see that it's been changing a lot and it makes me really happy for women and it makes and, and I think that a lot of people don't know that about me in you know especially here in America because something you don't really want to talk about um, but it's when I tell people my actual story for like a while I got really go into like how I was almost married off and all these things and people like I can't believe yeah you know they're like I can't believe you even got to the point where you're at and I was like girl you have no idea but my mom really loved me and in, in, in like really like fought for me because she got married very very young at 16 and her dreams was to was to be a uh, fashion designer and you know she got married and then she had me and my brother so she had to get a job but she ended up going to school and getting her getting her degree in fashion merchandising and still is killing it so I'm very proud of her but she's been my number one backbone and she really helped me get here so I'm very thankful for her so I gotta say this baby Rex so you're more Indian than you think actually really <laughs> really I've never been to India. I want to go so bad. Yeah, I, I've heard about the weddings. You know, people are like, the weddings are four or five days. And um, there's like 500 people, 1,000 people. I think that no more than that. Oh, keep going. Really? I think for oh. us, our weddings, well, here in the United States, we try to keep our weddings at 500 because it's very, 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 very expensive. But I've seen some, like, you know, in Europe, though, it's so much more fun when we go to Albania. It's like we'll be walking in the streets and it's just the best time ever. When I say India, what, what comes to mind? When you say India, what comes to mind? I think about busy city streets, like busy, like a lot of... Um, cars, a lot of people. I think of hot weather. I think of fresh fruit, right? I think of um, curry, like spicy food, like spicy, spicy. I think of peace because meditation. I think about meditation. I love meditating. And I've had a lot of friends who have taken, like done backpacking trips throughout India for months. Um, I think about yoga. I think about I don't know. Tons of things. <laughs> well, you know, when this is all over, we'd love to have you over. And without a doubt, you're going to enjoy the country. It's just incredible. Now, let's let's talk about, you know, the, the hot single that's currently on hot rotation on our station. We are loving it. We're playing it right across the country. Uh, so it's Bibi Rexa and Doja Cat, and I'm jealous. Uh, the video just blew me away. Oh, right. thank you. It, it was you and, and the girls and traversing all these eras. And, you know, you made fashion statements with, with each of them. So talk to us a little bit about, uh, firstly, the concept and the story behind I'm Jealous, where you are very honest and you address the dichotomy in a woman's mind. You know, it's like, oh, my God, it's a conflict uh, between yes. self-love and self-loathing. So a little bit about that first, and then we'll jump into the video. Well, because um, I went into music so early on, I was like 16 or 17. I would always like, you know, make music in my bedroom. So I was never the, type, the kind of girl to uh, really date. I was like always a kind of like this nerdy girl. I was always focused on like the computer and music and like figuring out how to write songs and like the lyrics. And, and so I finally 
um, got my actually I'm 31 but I got my like first like serious boyfriend a couple of years ago and never had to really deal with social media and I had seen that he was like you know liking some girls pictures on social media or leaving comments and I was like kind of like I was like that's not that that made me a little angry I was like this is not cool um, so I felt a little insecure I was like okay these girls are like like look like supermodels they're skinny they're tall they're beautiful they're perfect and I got kind of jealous I was like what like why is he liking these girls pictures so I went in the studio wrote a song about it and when um, I had met with the director Hannah Lux Davis for the baby I'm jealous music video um, I said to her I said I want the song to be about jealousy and she said well, what if we do jealousy throughout the ages because no matter what even if it isn't social media there was always women were always jealous throughout the ages and that's okay and that's what makes it empowering because it's okay to be jealous it's okay as long as you know you know why you're jealous and and you accept that and that's what makes it empowering so we wanted to go through the through the ages we went prehistoric yeah. time we went to Adam and Eve we went to the 1960s in London we went to the 18th century so yeah. that was a really fun moment so when you travel through the ages which which era uh, in fashion do you resonate with from a fashion perspective I love the 1800s do you love like corsets and stuff and waist trainers? Ooh. <laughs> I I I love for me it's like I grew up and I always had a curvier figure and I just loved um I, I not to be in pain, but I just love the way that a corset makes a female body look it's really pretty you know I think it's super pretty but uh, we put it in the song because I feel a lot of times I in you know in in the female world we're always wanting to wear corsets or spanks or anything that will suck us in and kind of shape our bodies but I actually really do love uh, corsets I love anything like in fashion back in times that had to do with you know the female body and bringing it in and I love all that stuff and I, I love all the material and Right. So when you have to traverse through time, the different eras, and which which era of of men do you resonate with? <laughs> men from the no, not the sixties. Not the. Uh, 60s. Hang on, hang on. You say I need zero technology. Give me sexy caveman, big muscles. So yeah. So I. So okay. So this is the problem in the cave in the prehistoric times. There was no such thing as you know being with one, uh, you know, with one person. The whole purpose at that time uh, was most likely just to procreate and have as many children babies as possible to keep the world going and running so I would say no to that and then I would probably say in the 1800s maybe I don't know 1800s yes interesting okay I really I don't remember I don't want I don't remember when the when Pride and Prejudice was created but I would love it to be during those times and I would love to find Mr. Darcy ah weren't we all <laughs> you know working with Doja Cat how was that and I definitely have to address the fact that you know we're coming out of a pandemic actually India's probably going into its second wave uh, you know mental health issues have come to the fore and you've been very open about your challenges of bipolar so maybe you're addressing your fans about mental health issues and not letting it slide under these times can get very tough uh, especially when you're already dealing with mental health issues or even if you're just stressed because you need money and you're not working right now or you have anxiety or you're feeling kind of depressed it's very easy to feel lost during these times especially when the world is in a state of shock and an emergency but I think it's very important to be kind to yourself and show yourself compassion 
I find that whenever I feel like I'm getting really down on myself, I try to do things that are good for me. Of course, you want to you go for a walk. I think walks are really, like, I know it sounds silly, but a walk is so good for me. Walking my dog or, you know, making a cup of tea or just, just little things that kind of bring you back down to earth and keep you at peace with yourself and doing things that you love. And I think the most important thing is to just say nice things to yourself. You know, it's going to be okay. We're going to get out of this. I can't and look to, forward to the future because we because I know that we're all going to be okay at one. We're all going to be okay. And at one in, in, in a year or so, hopefully or more, we're going to be out there and we're going to be living our lives and doing the best we can. So we have to look forward to those times. And it's okay to feel down. If you feel down, just write about it. Talk to your friends about it. And, and don't allow yourself to slip further. And if you do, it's okay because you'll get out. Because I truly believe that no matter what, yeah. I, my favorite quote, my favorite quote is, in the end, it's all going to be okay. And if it is not okay, then it's not the end. Woohoo! Thank you, Bibi Rexa. Thank you oh so much. You're my first interview with India. Well, we hope we didn't disappoint. And I do That's hope to see awesome. you sometime soon. I really hope to come there. I want to. I really want to go and um. I don't know where they went, but a lot of my friends go there for like a month, and they've done like they've done they've backpacked throughout India like alone, yeah. and they go and they do like they find these retreats and they like really they find themselves and they say it's amazing. It is. Trust me. So when you're I ready for it. it, yeah, you must. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, here's our trivia tidbit attached to this episode. Bibi Rexa was excited to go to the Grammys in 2019. It was going to be the most exciting night of her life, except she could not find a dress to wear. Actually, her team could not get a designer to say yes to dressing her up. If a size 6'8 is too big, I don't know what to tell you. I don't want to wear your dresses, she tweeted out, taking the whole fashion industry on and calling them out for sizeism. More recently, Thick Thighs Saves Lives captioned her post on Insta, making the hashtag Everybody is Beautiful go viral. Bibi Rexa is all about body positivity and her fans love her for it. And that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did bringing it to you. And yes, there's more uploaded for this season one. Now, please do drop us a text or email with your comments to Erica D underscore official or 94.3 Radio 1 India, both on Insta. We really work off your feedback and would love to know what you think and how we can improve and who we should try and interview next. We've got lots more interviews for you to enjoy this season. So binge on it or sample it slowly. You can decide. For more feedback, you can reach out to us on HT Smartcast. We are present across all social, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Clubhouse. And to listen to more podcasts, log on to www.htsmartcast.com. This was a Radio 1 production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.